Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I get that confused. Hello? Hello. Hi. Coming to you through the electrical impulses of the internet, it's F That Noise. Featuring Mike Burdick, Keith Reed, Jamie Klein, Pete Melia, and Steve Taylor. It's episode 17 of F That Noise. I am Keith Grieve here driving this train wreck. Joined as always by Pete Melia, <laughs> Mike Burdick, <laughs> Jamie Klein. Keep your sunny side up. And Steve Taylor. And These are mine. Well, the, there goes the uh, official answer. The the poll, and we're streaming live on Facebook Live, and the poll was who was going to lose their shit first. And I wonder if anybody had Steve, because he's already. Listen, I don't believe sharing my furry nipples with the world is sh- losing my shit. Mm, for this early <laughs> in the show, I would beg to differ with you. It is all Mike's fault, by the way. It always ah, is. fruits. It always is. <laughs> all right, so we start out every episode with the drive of the week. And a drive, if you are not familiar, is a line from a movie or TV show said with exceptional velocity and volume. And as always, this segment belongs to Mr. James Klein. All right. Hello, ladies and germs. We have, uh, this is 1994's The Professional. Starring uh, John Renault, um, a very young Natalie Portman, and the great Gary Oldman. Now, if anyone's familiar with Gary Oldman's work, every other film he must drive something. He's always screaming. He's always pissed. He's always gr- he's always due for a drive. His greatest drive, though, happens to be in this film, The Professional from 1994. Um, he's going to drive so long, and his head shakes. It looks like it's about to fall off his body. But here is a little taste of Gary Oldman from The Professional. Alpha team, man down, man down. I told you. Manny. Bring me everyone. What do you mean everyone? Everyone! <laughs> oh, oh this is so fast. <laughs> I love his teeth gritting in the head. You gotta see it. You really gotta see it. Yeah. It's, the drive is even better when you see it visually. <laughs> His mouth like pushes through time and space. Everyone. Oh, Mike and Quantum Leap. <laughs> so if we're you're the, right. So if we're gonna couldn't see that one coming, you know, like right. <laughs> so you don't, you don't see it coming at all. He's really you know, handling it so well. He's like, bring, bring, bring me everyone. You know, it's big crisis, right? I'm just saying. So where does his head shaking <laughs> compare? Special. Where does his head shaking compare with last week's drive of the week, the Star Trek II Wrath of Khan, where Shatner, oh, that's, that's Shatner's all fevered and he's shaking his head? 
Well, Marissa it, Connors up on a cloud staring down at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's two different, uh, different schools of acting here. You have, you know, the 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 William Shatner believes you put it all out in your sleeve, and Gary Oldman, he's got to own it inside first, and he owns that, everyone. <laughs> he, definitely, he definitely owns that thing. <laughs> owns. Owns. That was the Drive of the Week brought to you by Trashman Media. For the latest Blu-ray and DVD reviews, including videos and interviews, check out Trashman Media at trashmanmedia.com, as well as on Twitter and Facebook. And don't Twitter. forget to check Twitter. out uh, www.bizarreabyss.com for uh, no all news, no bullshit. Twitter. Twitter. Got to be careful. Better Twitter. Out. I, I Twittered one time and almost lost my shit. Um, oh, my God. I Twitter all the time. Twitter. Twitter. Uh, is, if, if you could find, like, the most, like, if you could find, like, a viral tweet that sets the world off, is that called the Twitteris? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Keith. Keith, you've never found the Twitteris in your life. Come on. It's comedy yeah. gold, Jerry. It's gold. Um, it's gold, Jerry. It's gold. All right, so obviously we are all <laughs> facing this brave new world, this modern-day post-apocalyptic Post world, Who quarantined by, with the, the coronavirus <laughs> um, or the prevention of the coronavirus. And so as we seem to be living this disaster, we thought we'd talk about our favorite disaster films. Um, and uh, how should we do this, boys? Should we just like open the f open f open the floor, or should I go off IMDb's top list? What well, we uh, somebody had said to the top three of disaster slash post apocalyptic. Yeah, like you know, either in the midst of the end of the world, or you know, after the end of the world. Mm. Mm. Okay, I, I gave us a lot of thought, and two of mine are from the same franchise, but. My my number three is the Poseidon Adventure, the Gene Hackman one, not the the crappy remake. Um, that's got to be number three. Number two is the Road Warrior, and number one is Mad Max Fury Road. Those are my top three. Those are disaster mm. movies, though. And post apocalyptic yeah, slash post apocalyptic. Okay, see to me that's not a okay. Post apocalypse is totally different. Yeah. I thought you were talking about disaster films, where it's like like you said, Poseidon no, Adventure, you can go, Inferno, you can go either Airport. way. You know, depending on where you think we are in the current crisis, we're either, you know, in the midst of a disaster or, you know, it's about to go to post-apocalyptic. So you can go either way. Because I already got a leather jackstrap and I'm starting to really build up a gas supply in my house. So. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Do you have any leather pants? <laughs> That's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> I like how you prioritize that, you know, on top of everything else. Well done. <laughs> Excellent preparedness. Very well. Mm -hmm. okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw out the Matrix. Probably is my, uh, probably number one post-apocalyptic movie. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess that if you're, yeah, that would count. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Post-apocalyptic. I don't know. This is gonna like. No. No. Oh, go ahead. I was Steve. gonna throw this to the group. Would you consider, even though it's a, a comedy, and a satire, would you consider Airplane a Disaster movie. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Well, disaster yeah. Comedy. For the purposes here, it's I would say probably not, just because we're talking like a worldwide thing. Like okay. Everybody's like it's facing like the end of the world. 
Now the movie, like, the movie, it's spoofing. I, I like what you tried to do there, though, Steve. <laughs> Thank you, brother. I, that, that's I admire it. that. That was on and off my list because I couldn't decide on exactly what it was. The movie, it's spoofing. Airport is number twenty-one on IMDb's top list. Ah, see, so maybe. And Airport nineteen seventy-five wow. is number twenty-two. Go figure. Hmm. Hmm. See, this is gonna probably like draw ire from everybody on this panel. But I have Definitely. never seen a single Mad Max movie. Oh, what the fuck? What? <laughs> First it was Gremlins 2. Now it's Mad Max. You've never Jeez. seen Overboard? No. Well, I've seen, actually, I have seen that. Uh, uh, I'm going to tell, tell you, though, I have never seen a Mad Max movie either. Oh. What? No. What the fuck oh, wow. out of here? This pot, I'm done with this. Oh, okay. yeah. We're done. We're done. Oh, wow, all right. All right, I'm just gonna stay here and keep this, drinking. This is garbage. So I'm gonna I, go I, masturbate to Mel Gibson. I think my <laughs> my favorite disaster movie, though, like, oh man, I'm just I, I I agree with Pete's choice of The Matrix as far as post-apocalyptic, but listen, I know you starred in Armageddon, but do not say Armageddon. No, it's that was not a good movie. That was. <laughs> That was like a. Well, no, but, it doesn't have to but be. But you start in it, so I just yeah, wanted yeah. to make sure. It doesn't have to be a good movie. It has to be one of your favorites. One right. of my, my. Okay, and, so. And my, everybody knows that movie is Keith Out. Why? Why is Armageddon <laughs> Keith Out? Tell the, tell the people in the world why that movie is Keith Out. Because you're Ben Affleck? <laughs> no. That's right. <laughs> really not. I, and I started watching Chasing Amy the other day on Netflix, and I don't because it's oh, one of them. Oh, you're no. so, you're so, so Keith You're so holding. No, it's not me at Chasing all. Chasing Amy, Phantoms, <laughs> and Armageddon is 100% Keith Grieve. No. Yes. I just Trunken Phantoms. I also, love Phantoms. Also, cla- classic Tom Hanks I'd go with sometimes like to keep it. Oh, now, Jesus. Keith is bachelor party Tom Hanks. Yes. That's, that's <laughs> right, without a doubt. Nice. So, I, that, I, that's I, – or, or the man with one red shoe. <laughs> I've never seen that movie all the way through. I tried. Oh my God! The man with one red shoe? <laughs> I've tried so many times. I don't like it. Oh, my God. It, it's, it's, it's kind of dull. It's great, bland. Great. But yeah, it, is, it is an underrated Jim Belushi role in that movie. See, I was going to say underrated. Well, you know, he's the best thing about that movie. Oh, gonna, he's so hysterical in that movie. I was going to say underrated Carrie Fisher as well. She's pretty awesome when she does the Tarzan. Yeah. <laughs> I think my my personal favorite, out of, I'm looking at the list really quick here on IMDb just to get some he ideas. He came prepared for this. No, I did not. Um, he never is. <laughs> it would have to be the uh, the perfect storm. I really, like, that's a movie that if it's on, I will I will watch it and I will finish it. Go up the list, Keith. Go up the list. Okay, so let's start at the bottom here. Number 32, Titanic. No, the, the worst movie Ooh, ever Christmas. made. Fuck that thing. So Fuck that, that thing. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas. Number 31, I, The Birds. Number I piss thir- on Titanic. Number 30. I'd rather watch The Last Jedi 20 times than Titanic. Ah, there <laughs> it is. If you would have pissed, maybe they would have lived in that cold water. There I mentioned it, it, Jamie. You said to mention it. I mentioned I did. it. I did. <laughs> Number 30, Contagion. Number 29, The Perfect Storm. Number 28, 2012. Oh, I'm that. Just ahead of that Twister, which I, you know, I didn't think yeah, Twister right. was all that bad of a movie, except for the flying cow and that infamous that infamous story. Um, yeah, number twenty six is a, a TV ice Twisters. Yeah, it's a, t- <laughs> a two thousand nine. 
2009 <laughs> TV <laughs> movie, Ice <laughs> Twisters. I'm, I'm, thing. I'm clicking on it. <laughs> you can watch it on From Prime Video, apparently. Can Char- you imagine being some dolt that thinks that's like what a great movie? <laughs> Charlie Price, a former scientist turned science fiction author, starts living one of his novels when the Federal Science Foundation's weather experiments escape control and turn disastrous. Sounds like oh, a winner. Moses. Sounds like a winner. The Day the Earth Stood Still, number 25. The Hindenburg, from <laughs> number 24. Geostorm mm. from 2017. Is Mike, no. That was fucking <laughs> horrible. Uh, then you got the two airport movies, and now we get into the top 20. Magma, Volcanic Disaster. It was a 2006 Magna. TV movie. <laughs> Title with number 18, Hard Rain. Right. I love Hard Rain. I fucking love Hard Rain. How is that shit not above Armageddon? Fuck that. And then Armageddon is number 17. Steve loves his Armageddon. No, apparently. Steve loves his Independence uh, Day, number 16. No, fuck that. I love Hard Rain, goddammit. We went and saw Independence Day, and Jamie and I were sitting next to each other, and there's an infamous story about pissing off the woman in front of us. But we yeah, all hated we, it. We've said in a, we said a couple weeks ago, right? Steve walked out. Loving that movie, I remember. And Jamie yes. and I were all like, eh. <laughs> well, he, he must have had some good candy. <laughs> well, I, I like Will Smith's penis. Hmm. Yes. Oh, wow. Number 15, Into the Storm from 2014. <laughs> I didn't just say so. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> I'm, number four. On that movie I never considered. <laughs> oh, Pete, that was the best reaction ever. I, I, I was willing to write time. the thing off, honestly. Like, I I saw it once. I was like, oh, God. Will Smith's penis? Uh, I don't know what that movie was. <laughs> I just can't get behind Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Not at all, you know. But, uh... <laughs> Number 14 is Daylight. Yeah, that sucked. Yeah. Will Smith. Uh, Volcano, number 13. 12. Oh, Tommy Lee Jones. Cloverfield, number 12. Get him, Cloverfield! Uh, number 11, The Wave. Never even heard of that movie. Zoo. Number 10, The Core from 2003. Oh, that sucked. Ooh, it's, it's another Sky Beam, it looks like. The mm. Impossible, number 9 from 2012. Starring Naomi Watts and Ewan McGregor and Tom Holland. No you can tell it stood the test of time when you can't fucking remember any of it. So there's Steve's uh, <laughs> aforementioned piece of crap remake, Poseidon, at number eight. How the 
fuck is it number eight? That movie was horrible. I think well, I believe by IMDb, people are probably selecting it, thinking it's right. The they're voting on it. Yeah. 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 They think it's the original. Oh, so, side, man. Oh, fucking huge Kurt Russell fans. <laughs> it was right. so bad. Holy so, shit, that was so bad. Richard Travis go fuck himself in that movie. Then oh. Dante's <laughs> Peak, number seven. San Andreas, number six. Balls. balls. Dante's Penis. Earthquake, yes. number five. The Tower of Inferno, that's, that's number terrible. four. <laughs> There's the original Poseidon Adventure, number three. Nice. Number two, Deep Impact. And <laughs> number one on IMDb's best disaster movies list, The Day After Tomorrow, 2004. Holy shit. Which is it's funny because on terrible. IMDb, it's the best one, but it has a 6.4. Nice. So what if I... If it, well, if I sorted this by <laughs> IMDb rating... Now we get into a very different list. Oh, I was going to say the birds have to be up there. And now there you go. Number two. Oh, this is, <laughs> wait a yeah. minute. Am I seeing Am my eyes deceiving me at number one? Nope. Titanic oh, yeah. is the highest rated disaster movie on IMDb. Fuck <laughs> you, Titanic. It was a disaster. It was horribly acted. <laughs> um, there's you wanted to be the end of the world. So let's, oh, my God. So let's see. If, did the bad movies Bring end up, up at the bottom? Up top five. Magma nice. is number 32. Ice Twisters <laughs> is 31, Pete. I'm disappointed. Will Smith's Corn Cob. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not a disaster movie. That's a very different genre. Penis. Uh, yes, all of that. Right. So, I don't know. It's like a black comedy. So Steve, oh, my God. Steve and, and, and Pete share their favorites. I shared mine. Jamie and Mike, what do you got? Jamie? Oh, me? Um, I, mine is nowhere near there. I'm going the day after. Uh, it's a made-for-TV movie from 1983 about World War III. And um, I actually had a pretty good cast. Jason Robards was in it. Um, Steve Gutenberg was in it. There was a bunch of bunch of people uh, were actually in that movie. And it was the film that Ronald Reagan um, was actually disturbed by. It, and that was the film that he wanted to meet with Russia and get rid of the, uh, the arms race and start, start to take that down because of that movie. Oh, um, it's still, it's still disturbing to me. Um, I actually watched it with my buddy Anthony about a year or so ago and I still found it disturbing. Um, but it's really good, real, real good made for TV movie and ahead of its time because it was, uh, controversial when it was, uh, debuted on television. But if you're going post-apocalypse movies, Easily the Road Warrior. It's considered one of the greatest action films ever made. 100% the Road Warrior. Best post-apocalypse movie ever made. Yeah. Mike drop. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, uh, I'll i tell you, the, the over the course of what's going on now, I keep thinking back to the movie 12 Monkeys. Oh, and you know what? I love that movie. Oh, I forgot about and that the movie. The thing about... The thing about 12 Monkeys is not only do I like that movie, but the the idea of, of the of the end of the world, as far as I've interpreted it, is it's like it's not it's it could it could have been prevented. Like it's all based on some big misunderstanding. Exactly. And it, it's all <laughs> it's all based on like a misunderstanding. It's based on like like the fear getting and and, and taking things completely out of control. And I feel like that's what the mood of 12 Monkeys was. And I feel like the fear everyone has right now kind of takes that out of control. So I keep going back in my head. I love that movie. Oh, um, so good. I have to also, see that again. I remember I really liked it, but I remember I didn't like the ending, but I don't remember how it ended. 
I so, remember you yeah, hating yeah, I'm the same way. Well, yeah. Jay, well the way we saw time. that we saw that the old Pittsburgh the yes theater. the back theater yeah yes the, I remember that. yeah the way it ended it kind of destroys my point because the whole time they're talking about how it's basically like there's these animals loose and everyone started freaking out and they thought like it's this big disease is coming and the the animals are fulfilling this prophecy and all this kind of stuff and okay, then do you the want to tell the ending right now Mike. No, the spoiler, ending. spoiler, yeah, spoiler alert, spoiler. Zoo, the movie's like thirty years old. No, the, it's... at the end, the the uh, everyone the woman, the woman who is one of the, the leaders at the end, the disfigured leaders penis. at the end. She comes out of like onto a city street and is ready to like drop this uh, poisonous stuff out. So like she causes, or no, she's on the plane and she causes. The end of the world. No, she's not. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me get this straight. Is she on the goddamn plane or isn't she? Like, no, she's on the plane. I, I'm I was hearing she was. She's on the plane and like okay, she's ready. Saying. Like you can tell she's ready to cause the 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 end of the world. I gotta see this movie again. But now, is Will Smith's penis in this movie? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, it's in a jar. <laughs> oh, I knew it. Yes. Oh. Um, it's right next to the lenders. That one I love. ACTC forever. Also, the Terminator. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I, yeah. Know, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Mm, damn it. It's that, both that, end of the world and post-apocalyptic. Yeah. And, and um, I know That's I know this is one thing. that never gets any love, but I actually liked the, third, uh, the fourth Terminator movie, The Salvation. Oh, I did too. It's it's not bad. I, I wouldn't say I really liked it. I thought it was good. Um, I thought it was decent. I it, I thought it was what compared to I Jeff. thought it was what that should be like. It that's what that continuation should have been like, you know. But I like that. And honorable mention, I went and saw Independence Day in college, and I was stoned. Oh oh okay. <laughs> I think right. that, that okay. I think that movie was a lot different than the next time I saw it. Okay. That makes sense. So what's better? Stone or not? Stone. Completely stone. <laughs> the answer is always yes. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about, what about Dawn of the Dead? Mm. I'm just going yeah. to throw that out there to the wolves. So is that... Talking is that... like the, the one... Which, okay. which one was it? But the right, one that Bing Rames was in. You guys are... Holy, you're right. I didn't think about this. Okay, you want to get into that? Yeah, you're right. Pete, it, good call. Dawn of the Dead would far surpass anything for me. Again, yeah, I love this. Again, another movie. It's I've totally never a post-apocalyptic, yeah. basically. Hell, even Day of the Dead. I love that fucking movie. Day of the Dead sure. is great, also. Oh yeah, but is that a zombie Day movie? Day of the Dead might have a uh, another reference again in a Drive of the Week, I think, too. Is mm. is that a zombie movie, Dawn of the Dead? Yeah. Oh yes, <laughs> the Dawn of the Dead's a lot lighter, right? It's a, uh, it's, it's, you know. Wait, it's a lot Keith, lighter. Just ask, is Dawn of the Dead a zombie movie? I'm assuming. Never saw it. No, but it's, is it the one in the mall? Oh my god. Is is Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street about you know Christmas? Uh, don't be a douchebag. <laughs> don't be a goddamn douchebag. <laughs> you know, you know who's on my side. You mean everyone? Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's who's on my side. Well, there you go. There's, there's no way to argue with that. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, you're right. If, I, if you shake your head feverishly, you can't argue. 
Um, That's right. At least they didn't ask if Mad Max was a zombie movie. <laughs> you know what? This is why I don't talk to you fuckers. <laughs> Vagina. Is the Poseidon Adventure about a submarine? Um, no, sorry. Um, is Miami Spice a zombie movie? Yeah. Yes, it is. Oh, if anyone ever wants to watch a good porn, check out Miami Spice 2. Because <laughs> of the robot? <laughs> yeah. Forget the original. <laughs> The original Miami's does have a good town. In it. That robot is hilarious. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love that. Oh, my that. God. That little robot looking over and they're banging. Holy fuck. That's funny as hell. And the <laughs> fact that they took um, the, the beginning of, of Miami Vice, the girls are walking in their bikinis. <laughs> and Miami Spice, they're like totally topless. <laughs> and they come right at the screen with their big old titties. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so great. Oh, Amber Lynn. <laughs> a porn shot on film. And it had John Leslie. I'm morbidly curious to play this trailer for The Core from 2003. No, don't. It's an awful movie. I, I, I just I just want to see it. Oh, my oh, God. God. No, no it's awful. Oh, shit. We're going to lose viewers Everybody right now. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> Got to wait for the it's ad bad. to play. Oh, uh, how did you go wrong? Hillary Swank and Aaron Eckhart. It's it's just it's crap. It's what it was. Wasn't it the same time as um, two great actors also, but in a total terrible. Wasn't that her post Oscar winning? It was a secret government program known as Project Destiny, building a weapon that could generate targeted seismic events designed to use earthquakes to attack our enemies. I'm getting a seismic reading. It was a perfect, untraceable <laughs> weapon. Destiny is a go. Until something went wrong. That's an electrical superstorm yeah. popping up all over the world. We've been hit. Is out. We've lost control. Coming in high and high. Endeavor, you are off course. Oh, space shuttle eats it. That's awful CG. I'll put this as simply as I can. Everybody on Earth is dead in a year. The core of the Earth has stopped spinning. <laughs> the spinning core protects us from cosmic radiation. Oh, Without it, radiation oh. will create superstorms. Microwaves <laughs> will literally cook our planet. <laughs> this have happened. It was Project <laughs> Destiny. <laughs> we killed the planet. So, Hello, how do we fix it? Hello, <laughs> the core is the size of Mars. You're talking about jump-starting a planet. I had seismic activity talking cool? about Mammy's place, too. Oh, I hear about your legendary <laughs> ship. What would it take to get it in three months? Hello, <laughs> 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 Will you take a trip? Give it to me, Bob. We need you to Give have a full information. If you want me to hack the planet, I'm going to need Star Trek tapes and Hot Pockets. Jamie, do you know what? You are good. I, for some reason, I was thinking about that movie the other day. You were trying to Friends save the world. It's impossible. Okay. Now, there is one of the most amazing pornos ever Popeye called Pussy. The French Connection. Tucci. And there was a part in the beginning that killed me. It's these women were getting shipped through crates. And a, yes. one of one woman gets another woman out of a box, and she's like, "Yeah, it was great in Paris, but I just want a good old American fuck." And then this guy comes in the camera, and he's like, "Welcome home," and she looks at him, and then they just start fucking. <laughs> it was one of the funniest fucking things Jesus I've ever Christ. seen. In the my girls life. like look at each other, like, yeah, yeah, they come off the boat that way, you know. <laughs> oh, just, welcome home. <laughs> Will you sign for this? Oh, yeah. Come right off the boat that way. <laughs> I love that they smuggled in these cardboard boxes. Oh, it's fucking <laughs> awesome. Traveled, traveled over continents to these cardboard boxes. And the guy goes, welcome home. 
They get suck jobbed. And it was weird. Gene Hackman was in that movie, too. Oh. Oh. <laughs> he was in Return to Moosecock. Yeah, that's right he was. Dear God. This is the last one, Moosecocks. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you. So tell me. I, I, I want to share this with everybody. Okay. Please. For those of you that all, you know, everyone's aware of what's going on. And um, I've been now, it was what? a week ago. A week ago Sunday, so it's almost been two full weeks that I've been at home 100% with the kids and the family. And I remember when that happened is when Disney Plus put Frozen 2 streaming. And I said to myself on day one, this is the best thing that ever happened to me. Now I want to say it's the worst fucking thing that ever happened to me. How many times have you watched that movie, that movie And I want to shit down its throat. I'm telling you, you started kind of high on that with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. It is. <laughs> I watch that movie three times a day because my daughter loves it. <laughs> and I fucking, I loved it at first and I fucking. Thanks for raining the optimism in a little bit. <laughs> I am raining it. I'm raining it in. A kid's, it's fucking horrible. Dude. Like... Wait, Steve, isn't that, Michelle actually watched that today. Because we're stuck here quarantined, um, she said it's pretty depressing. Is that true? It's got you know, it's like a typical Disney movie. It's depressing in certain points, and it's got a happy ending. Yeah, but don't like they basically just too. redo the first? And one? Everyone's parents really die instantly with the credits. No, because because I because I hated the first one, and I actually kind of liked the second one. But now I hate the second one because I've watched it seventy five. But this is like Olaf or Slavic or whatever the hell that thing is. Doesn't it uh, die? Or something? <laughs> he does say knuckle sandwich. Uh, no, that's Slavic that's Roman. T three PO dies in it. Thank you, my friends. <laughs> there was a gorilla named Roman. Morning, Nobody Jamie. knows why. My soul dies every time I watch it. That's all I know. Jeez. How old's uh, Gemini? Like your heart is frozen. What? You see what I did there? You see what two. I did? two two. Wait, Ray was uh, four. Well, she was four when I was living on that it's apartment Ray. in East Avenue, and. Uh, <laughs> She used to watch The Swan Princess on Netflix. Netflix. Oh. Over and over and over. Much like so what you're like Swan, the Swan Princess? Yeah, much like what you're dealing with right now, Steve. So I feel your pain. I know exactly what you're going through. <laughs> it's horrible. It is. It's, it's fucking horrible. <laughs> what did you say? Show him Russ Myers up. Very different than. I tell you how you feel about Frozen is how I feel about TikTok. Yeah. Oh, but, oh Christ! Oh Jesus Christ! My, My daughter will have no phone in front of her and will still be TikToking. <laughs> she's she's big on social media. Every now and then I'll get that little message. Hey, Isabella Burdick has just started a video on Instagram. Watch! I was like, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Yeah, we keep a pretty close watch, but she's on it. She's on it quite a bit. That's all my daughter. Why don't you does. tell the viewers uh, what TikTok is, or why don't you explain it to Jamie? Oh, well, the viewers. <laughs> know <if> they have <laughs> Jamie, every, um, everybody's they, on TikTok. Do you know? Do you know who's on TikTok? Everyone. 
I shoot you there. He used the drive of the wing. Oh, it was so subtle. I didn't <laughs> see it place. coming. Yeah. Um, it's the same players. <laughs> same players. Same players. It's the same players. White man, a white barber can't cut a black man's hair. Um, num shiba. Um, num shiba. What on? Can I tell you a funny story about that? No. Wait. But... <laughs> so much for that. And... I'm gonna tell you anyways. When I was, I just got out of boot camp. I was in Marine combat training, and there were these three Latino guys that were cutting each other's hair. And I said, "Oh, I'll get a free haircut." Oh. So they cut my hair, and this fucking drill instructor comes out. He's like, "Don't you see his fucking skin? That is a white boy. You cannot cut his hair that way." And he screamed at them. I was like, "What? I look all right." He's like, "No, you look fucking retarded." I was like, "God damn it!" Wow. <laughs> I'll never forget that. I was like, "I thought I looked good." That someone should have told that marine officer that you can't say retarded. <laughs> <laughs> that guy could say whatever the fuck he wanted. He was a <laughs> oh man. Listen, listen. I'm listening. So I'm listening. <laughs> no, that I I don't know if anybody in this on this <laughs> Sorry, podcast was, was there, but this I'm the reference that I just made was in study hall and way back in high school, and Kevin Brown. There we go with the names, <laughs> son of a bitch. No, it's, it's not a bad thing. It's okay. it's this is who said it. He wouldn't say anything bad about it. Kevin Brown was in study hall, and and I was perplexed because. I think it might have been Paul Bentley and him. I don't know. But somebody said, you know, they were talking about getting there, how, you know, his barber could cut his hair or something. And he was just insistent on this point that a white man can't cut the black man's hair. And, he, and it was perplexed because I couldn't figure out what he was talking about. But he just kept repeating the phrase, like, matter of fact, it was very, oh, a white man cut, can't cut a black man's hair. And it was just, it was, he never, like, explained it. But you kind of, after a while, you kind of just knew what he meant. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What if he was like Steve Martin from The Jerk and was raised by them? Ah. Yeah. Shit, Ma- I know. Mike knows The Jerk. Yeah. <laughs> I do. He likes to jerk. Oh, uh, you know what? Yes. Uh-huh. Would you guys consider Dang. this is the end? Uh, end of the uh, post-apocalyptic movie? It was terrible. Oh, I liked it. I liked but it, too. But it literally is a post-apocalyptic movie and end of the world movie. It, yeah. It's a bad yeah. movie, but it, it really is. That, that's what happens. Oh, we have Division. I thought it was hilarious. Vision. I just like the Backstreet Boys stuff. So. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at this list. Like, you can find some really shitty lists on the internet. Like, I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk division. I don't. I don't think that there's any real problem with Armageddon. Oh. Yeah. Uh, you know, I thought it was all right. It's a guilty pleasure movie. It's not good, but it's. You know, I don't have a problem well, with that. I, I, I go with guilty pleasure. Sure, that's that's that works. Like it's like if if it's on, you know, I I if I was flipping the channels, I'd watch it. You know, more than I would watch Deep Impact. What do you think of the Aerosmith song, Mike? <laughs> I, I feel like you know, I have no answer. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. To me, that was the uh, that was the end of Michael Bay. Because prior to that, Is like, there I a love... start, Michael Bay. Well, I love the rock. <laughs> I really like Con Air. That he, yeah, but he didn't direct that. Con Air, I thought he did. No, it was Simon West. Did he just oh, produce that's it? right. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Did, he didn't direct The Rock either, did he? No, he, he did, did do The Rock. I forgot about that. 
forgot about that. Okay, so Screen uh, Rant. Did he direct it or produce it? So sc- Screen Rant now has the 10 best disaster movies ever ranked. So I, I had to double check the title of this. It says ever. Okay. Yeah. Number 10, War of the Worlds 2005. Fuck that. Number, oh, that's fucking <laughs> terrible. Number nine, Stupid. The Poseidon Adventure, the original. Number right. eight, Independence Day. Number seven, Titanic. At least it's not number Christmas. one. Number six, The Towering Inferno. Number five, Twister again. Number four, Apollo 13. That's a, I don't really... I, that's not end of the world. I mean, a, a disaster happens, but... It's a true story. For those guys, yeah. Yeah, for those three, it's the end of the world. Everyone else would have been fine. Now, <laughs> this... <laughs> I don't know about yeah, number. I mean, it totally sucks, but no. I don't know about number yeah. three all time. But I liked Gravity. What am I supposed to do about it? I, I never saw <laughs> Gravity. Anybody else see Gravity? Uh, no, I never saw it. I Sandra Bullock is like, not my favorite. It was like good for the first like the half birds? hour, and then it went to shit. So they never would have considered that. Hitchcock's mm-hmm. The Birds. Now, now I'm gonna I'm building up the drama here for number one because I've never heard of this movie until I just looked at this page just now. The yeah, Impossible. Number one. Never heard of this fucking movie either. So here's the description. This tale of a true national natural disaster is the most moving and terrifying in the genre. The tsunami is flawlessly realistic with scenes of terror involving both sweeping shots oh, of carnage and intimate points of view. Yes. This film is more yes. interesting in the yeah. aftermath of a disaster than the event itself. As such, it mostly focuses on a family's desperate attempts to reunite. Yeah. Um, yeah, you and McGregor and Naomi Watts. I do remember this. I just rubbed my eyes. So I'm gonna get seal vid nineteen over here. Seal. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Everyone get six feet away from your phone. <laughs> right. I mean, and let's not forget one of the biggest disasters in recent television and cinematic history was the final season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Nothing no really. Key. No fucking reaction no. out of any of you. God damn it. No key. No. So never seen Game of Thrones. Yeah, me neither. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, it's known for, yeah. I sit on the throne. It's known for yeah. flaccid penises. Like a lot Although of, I know, I've heard all the fan theories that Breaking Bad leads to Game of Thrones. With that, now that that is a freaking <laughs> interesting theory. But flaccid. it's Game of Thrones. Is, Game of Thrones is pretty popular. Do you know who liked it? Everyone. Everyone. Say. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's going to be my new my new theme with the drive of the week. Try find a way to work it into the, into the conversation. Ah, uh, yeah. So, it's talent. yeah. This podcast is kind of like Seinfeld. This is not about anything. No, right it's now. not. It started it started out solid, but is now it we're ever? Going all over. Is it ever? It's all over the board. Everyone? Board. Uh, board. Yeah. So, what's board. your um board? I saw that the um. There was an article, I shared it with you guys, about people having to be reminded not to call 911 because they don't have toilet paper in this crisis. <laughs> um, ah. Which is a bit, ex- a bit extreme. Uh, but I, I concur. Don't call 911. Yeah. In this situation, like, what would well, it wait, take? How far through the roll are they? Yeah. Are they all the way through? <laughs> yeah. And yep. it's a single ply. I mean, yes, I mean, that alone. I mean, oh. let's be honest. It's a crisis. Use both sides. Um, but uh, 
Where the hell was I going with this? Uh, I don't know. Here we go. <laughs> you don't even know, kid. What would it take for you to to reach out to the police for help in this in this time? Like, like seriously, like what level of desperation would you really need to get law enforcement authorities involved? I would only get them involved if one of my children got like very sick. Right. Then I would call nine one one. Yeah. <laughs> Same here. My wife. Like I see, like maybe if like I had like a well, pipe burst or some shit, <laughs> besides somebody getting sick. <laughs> Steve. What? Oh, what? Steve, you're so naughty. What? What? I don't even know. <clears throat> but, yeah, uh, I don't. Especially an ambulance, because I took an ambulance once for like it went five miles and it cost me fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> five miles. I'll never tell fucking. Yeah, it literally was five miles, and I'm never taking a fucking ambulance again. They gave me a lot of morphine, which was awesome. But New York's finest taxi. Are you sure that wasn't the morphine that cost five thousand? It might have been. That was some wonderful morphine. I don't know. That shit you can find for like a dollar fifty on the street. So Jamie's starting to lose his shit. The poll had, by the way, had had it fifty fifty between Jamie and Mike on Facebook. Who's gonna lose their shit first? Shit. What is the definition shit. of lose your shit, though? Um, get to the point where this podcast needs to end. As soon as the show is done, I'm gonna lose my shit. <laughs> it's classic tradition. That's right. Uh, did you see that story about uh, the idiot in New Jersey that uh, intentionally yes, coughed on the uh, grocery store employee? Yeah. Oh no, I did not. Yeah, the freaking, well, I've seen it happen. The uh, employee asked the guy to back away from the display of food or whatever, and he got all freaking stupid and got right up in her face and started coughing and going to be like, oh, I'm infected. I have it. Ah. And so they freaking got the police involved and they ended up charging the guy with terroristic threats. Yeah. Holy shit. Listen, as awful as this coronavirus is, I really hope that one third of America dies because of it. Because we have a lot of idiots that need to go. I'm starting to think <laughs> Thanos was onto something. I really am. Yeah, I'm he really was. Lie. Yeah, but the thing about that is, is they're not going to take the right people. <laughs> no, they're going to take the fucking... Goddamn mm-hmm. smart people. It's the, it's the luck of the snap. You just don't know who's going to buy it. Oh, uh, 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 feedback, feedback. Uh, 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 it's a sign. Yeah, a sign of going out of business. Uh. <laughs> but then there was another idiot in near Philadelphia that literally walked around this grocery store coughing on all the produce. Like, intentionally, like, thinking it's funny. So they ended up having yeah, to throw out or other places. No, it was another smaller grocer outside of Philadelphia. They ended up throwing out thirty-five thousand dollars worth of food. Jesus Christ! Oh, zoo! It's just first of all, it's stupid because of everybody's on. Party, har har. Yeah, right. <laughs> but but like hey. you know what? You were right. I was thinking about this because we were pretty famous in our day for. Uh, doing stunts in public but i don't think any of us would even entertain this shit during no. these during these times what well, i, I uh, saw that went on our style no. there's something going on with um we would have filmed I, it i can't remember if it was instagram <laughs> it's on social media it's the it's like a coronavirus challenge where you like lick things <laughs> to try to get sick it's literally oh, like toilet bowls and shit yeah, yeah. there was a 21 year old guy mm-hmm. who was an instagram influencer and i use quotation marks on Oof. that um, who licked a toilet seat and four days later got the coronavirus. He's in the hospital now. Good. Die. People, I know. People like that, I'm like, you know what? You deserve to get the fucking coronavirus. Just, yeah. Why would you fuck around? Mm. I just don't understand. It's just so fucking so stupid. Because we're fucking stupid. Human beings are fucking stupid. 
Yeah. You probably it's got funny, 10, like, 10,000 10, likes and yeah. <laughs> ones that we've done before when the coronavirus totally started. Hmm. Well, we exhausted the disaster movie topic pretty early on. Well, and, and by the way, when I suggested that, I said we should do it for five, ten minutes. And what was your idea yeah. for the rest of the show? The idea for the rest of the show was we were going to talk about how our how everything's changed, like since our we've been daily lives. In. Like yeah. Keith work in a supermarket. Oh, dude, I don't. I don't really work in the stores, so like I'm a, I'm in a different part now. I'm on the the food manufacturing side in the in the bake shop, and so. Well, how different is that with with everything well, that's going it's, on? It's funny because. So when the first panic hit and the panic shopping still really hasn't stopped at the stores, but as far as the bakery items are concerned, it, everything was just flying off the shelves. We were, we were uh, bringing in mass quantities of bagels and rolls and you know, making tons of bread and shipping it. And now it's gone the other way where I, I think it's a product of people being out of work. They're not buying any of the of the fancy organic breads. They're really going for the ninety nine cent loaf of bread. That uh, it's it's now it's causing the orders to actually go down to the point where we were done by like one o'clock this afternoon producing all everything we needed to produce for tomorrow. Yeah, but that that's odd to me. Like uh, there's certain products that you think would be big sellers in like a situation like this, and then certain. I would never think bakery. Why bakery? Do you think? Why it would be important? Because because the why in the in the beginning was it such a big deal? Because everything got blown out. So like literally, they were buying whatever was left just to have it. Oh, like the like the initial. So th this is my own personal theory. Obviously, there's no science behind anything that goes on in my head. Um, it the initial panic shoppers decimated the shelves and then you had the people that were worried but weren't quite panicked and then they saw what the what the people that were panicking were doing and so they bought a bunch of shit and then you had people like me that were in the middle that uh, that acknowledged the seriousness but weren't really worried or panicked but just didn't want to run out of toilet paper so you had me doing stupid shit like going to the store at 2 30 in the morning when i knew the truck was coming so that i could get a bulk pack of toilet paper just so i wouldn't run out not because i that's, was scared of never being able to leave insider, my house that's insider trading if i've ever heard it yeah, yeah. it is that's shit ah, fuck off. somebody's um, got shit yeah. It has poop in them, and you're, you've got all this toilet paper. Listen to me. Yeah. Listen, listen to me. I worked for this company for 29 years. There's got to be some nugget of information that it works to my advantage after 29 years. And I if finally anyone found deserves it. toilet paper, it's Keith Grieve. Jesus H. Christ. Here, here. So, you, know, Keith, you cannot be talking about toilet paper, and Jamie's saying poop, and then you say nugget. You just cannot put all those But like it was, it's really hard because it's put a drain on the drivers because mm -hmm. they go, they've only got so many hours before they have to. They have to by law, they have to be off the road. They have to rest so that they don't freaking plow into people, um, and so. It's changed the delivery schedule, so people go there in the morning and they think they're going to find a store f stocked full of everything, and the the deliveries are all over the board, so there's no real guarantee of anything. So, like I know the store that I shop at, the meat the, the meat deliveries were coming in at like two three in the afternoon, and if you didn't time it right, you, there was nothing. There literally, I've never seen an entire meat department with nothing on the shelf, like just totally uh -huh. empty. Uh, uh, I've seen that. I've seen that as well in the smaller store where I go. It's unbelievable. Like I've seen, I, I, like I've gone, I've gone at night, and I see, at I see a distinct difference. I've been there early in the morning. I've been there at night, 
and I've, I've, it, I, and I'm talking about like the night before the next morning I go and it's amazing how much stuff gets replenished in such a small amount of time. Yeah. Like I saw the whole meat department wiped out. <clears throat> I saw seltzers wiped out, like yeah. the whole like seltzer drinks completely wiped out it's, and you, then just replenished the next day. You get to a point where even if you're not the one panicking, you want something in your house because you right. don't want to have to yeah. leave the house any more than, than you really have to. So, you, like, the first time I was there and there was there was actually some level of selection in the meat department, I just started buying shit because if, if I don't use it, I'll put it in the freezer, you know, because I'm not going to get to a point where I'm eating pasta for four days waiting for to, to time it right at the store. Well, there's nothing wrong with pasta. Well, it, it, it would <laughs> be macaroni. And, but <laughs> but, as, long but as, I, as long as it's not like the Olive Garden where you try to light it on fire, right, Mike? That's true. That's all crazy. I should have used gasoline. But I... <laughs> But I see what you mean. But like, you know, like you get like you say, OK, on a normal week, I might get, you know, meat for tacos. I might get this or that for these meals for the week. But people start looking at you funny. Mm. Like if you get two of them instead of one and all of a sudden, like, you know, people are looking at you like you've taken the last roll of toilet paper. And it's, the, it's the, yeah. the, the, the thing that I've encountered on social media that's really annoying is that people think, just one thing? Well, there's a bunch of things. <laughs> but the one thing about the the grocery aspect of this crisis is that people think that because they've gone multiple times to the store and that the the shelves are empty every time that they go, they think that it's not being stocked. And it, the fact right. is, is that it's being replenished and it's being wiped out and it's being replenished again and it's being wiped out and it's that relentless of a cycle. That like I don't think the store has gone 24 hours with with being completely empty, except for ironically the toilet paper aisle, and that's only because people bought so much that the suppliers can't mm. keep up. Um, I, I honestly I think that the majority of reasonable people, anyway, and I use that term loosely, mm-hmm. they understand their store, and they understand that that's the way it works. I don't think the people that are posting on the internet necessarily are the majority because no. I think that there's, you know, there are so many people that are like, Oh, I realize the store fills up in the morning and there'll be more and there'll be this or that, you know, but maybe that's just me. I don't know. No, I, I would agree. I would agree with you on that, but it's, it's the ones that want to get on their freaking high horse and just freaking, um, act like they know what the fuck's going on. That just kind of pissed me off. Uh, but yeah, there's a oh. lot. Bottom line is, there's a lot of people working really hard, and they're getting exhausted. And I, I hope it comes back to normal, just so that people can take some time off. To be get, to be quite honest. Amen. But, yeah, I agree. Yeah, man, oh. I think you're you're doing a great job, you guys. Yeah. It, it's just grief. <laughs> no, it's Greaves because Amy's doing it too. So it's that's Greaves. right. Yeah. She's in HR. Yeah. She sits behind a desk. <laughs> uh, uh, where? Uh, yeah. uh, 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 <laughs> I'm How are you and Steve with being home so much? You you doing all right? Or besides Frozen? No. No, <laughs> no, I'm doing fine. <laughs> See, because that would be the that would be the opposite of the spectrum. You got Keith, who is in this particular. What are you saying? Moment. I'm retarded. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't say that. I can't Not say that it. spectrum. Oh, okay. Take him to the. Oh, okay. It's no, not. I, yeah, it's it's. I'm just on a vacation. I haven't had a vacation in a long time, so I'm taking a vacation. 
I, and the, the thing was, unlike a lot of people I work with and a lot of people that I know in the industry, the day we found out that the restaurants were closing permanently, I, or not permanently, but just, you know, completely closing, not having like the 50 per, or 50% occupancy like they did for a little bit. I went right on to the unemployment website. And it took me like a couple hours, but I, I hooked up unemployment day one. There are people I know that have been out of work now for two weeks and they still have not been able to get through. Oh, shit. because all the shit hit the fan after that, right? Yeah, because there are literally million like they said, was it this week? They said in one week, 2.3 million people filed unemployment, which is the, the, the record previous that was 700,000. But what they don't get with that 2.3 million is. It's probably closer to like five or six million because a lot of people could not get through, especially in like New York State. Mm, right. I like I said, I, I I kept trying over and over and over and over again until it finally let me ha- get through. I, I was not going to stop until it did. And so we got a couple questions here. Um, what? If you could only eat one type of food during the quarantine, what would it be? Pusai. Makes sense, <laughs> but the, the question did say food, Steve. It did say well. It did oh, say food. That's actually a pretty good question. Um, do you only eat one type of food? I like Steve's food? answer, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I think pez, is a great good flavored yeah. pez. No question. <laughs> I'm gonna think. I'd, I'd probably go with like a hamburger. That's generic. Okay. Oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> you could criticize me. Stupid. You criticize me for my question about fucking Dawn of the Dead, and so that's what you get. Oh, oh my God. Up shit from 20 minutes ago. That's right. Yeah, he is. So pissed. He's got a voodoo doll on me. I'm still holding birthday. I'm still holding so on to shit though, from 1993. Even though Keith made light of it, I'm going to say pasta. Mm. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> It would be anything, yeah. anything meat based. Like we we did strip steaks yeah, the other night in the said. oven. Yeah. That's why I said pudding. No, you said ham. <laughs> you said hamburger. <laughs> hamburger. I'd have a hamburger. It's better with a hamburger. I gladly pay you tomorrow for a hamburger today. <laughs> Goddamn communist Keith over here. <laughs> you know what I have for dinner? He likes all the. He likes all the sausage Jamie's been tweeting us. You know what I had for dinner tonight? I had a garbage plate. What? I did. And that's oh. I did. I had a garbage plate. I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Uh, what should be the punishment? What should the punishment be, rather, for people actually purposely infecting someone with coronavirus? Death. These are all mm. questions by David Bell. Thank you for watching, by the way. You should have to be. You should have to be stuck in a house with your family for two months. Ah, <laughs> good one. That's a good one, actually. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What's the? So, do you think that we'll have another baby boom in nine months? Yeah, oh, no. see, I'm fucking when this is over. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're fucking now. <laughs> Not in this fucking household. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're yeah, all my, my son. My son we're all there. Uh, we know that shit ain't happening. My son is a hurricane baby, so. Oh well, you know, you know who's gonna bang after this? You mean everyone? Everyone! <laughs> Wait, is there some shortness of is there some shortness of sex now? Uh, like, is there something keeping people from having sex now? So I practice twice a day. So, so yeah. uh, yeah, other questions? Oh, <laughs> um, for about 12, 13 years, yeah, yeah, there is. 
Yeah, they have nothing to do with coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God. The, the answer is marriage. <laughs> 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 All right, this is as good a time as any. We'll hit the outro. Uh, Thank uh, you all for watching. This has been episode 17 of F That Noise. We'll be back next week. Damned if we know when, but sometime next week. Have a good week. F That Noise on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube channel. That's pretty much it.